Hey, today we are talking about the importance of making sure that your plans are aligned for your life and not catering your life to a bunch of asterisk situations where you have to like, it goes with explanation all the time. There are those things in our lives that require explanation and we don't want that as something that fuels us like it should be free and flowing and it's not always going to be exactly where we want it to be but we can take our specific visions and apply them and a lot of times that takes throwing out other people's expectations societal expectations and just creating our own let's go Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, Every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful Point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, how you doing? It's an amazing day. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day in the neighbor. Won't you be my, could you be my neighbor? It's definitely not how it goes. Something like that. Maybe. Maybe not. Okay. Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. You may just want to, if you're implementing this in a group. Now, why would we implement it in a group? To raise the frequency. That's it. And so... It's actually rather easy. You just start the way that we start this podcast. You say, hey, 
let's do a little greatness grounding this morning. And basically it implements this culture of greatness. It's such a small, seemingly insignificant move. And you're just going, oh, really? We're just going to talk about how amazing we are. Like literally, that's it. We're going to continue to tell stories of our greatness to raise us up a level, to have us start looking for the great things instead of all the terrible things. I don't know, might be a good thing to start, might not be. You get to decide what stories and culture you want to create because you understand that cultures exist because of the stories we tell. If those stories discontinue and no one keeps that going, they just go away, right? So then we just glance off our greatness. We pretend as if it's a rather normal occurrence and then the drama takes over, right? Because we all know, we know that that's what we're drawn to. You know that you can't look away from a car that's on fire or someone who got pulled over or fill in the blank. You know you can't. So this is the same thing. It's just redirecting that energy. It's just telling you we're looking away from the burning car and we're going to create our own fire over here. And it's not going to be a dramatic fire. It's going to be an amazing fire. And that's sort of what it's about. I don't know. It's uncomfortable. It gets more comfortable. It becomes something that you look forward to. And once you get to that level with this work, you'll start to see major shifts in what your team looks like. Because they actually start believing in themselves, in the team, in this work, and whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, they start to see it. And it's not because it exists more, it's because they're looking for it. You're forcing their hand at looking for greatness, and they are writing their own existence into that story. That's why. And that's what this is for you. <laughs> and if you're leading a group in this work, I always just suggest that you start the conversation, that you are the one who grounds in all the greatness, that you are the one who leads the conversation, sort of like I do. Here's my great thing and talk about it. You don't have to talk about it for that long. <coughs> it can be a real quick greatness grounding. It can be a very long greatness grounding. However you feel fits for your organization, for your time slots. And I suggest that you lead the group until everybody's comfortable enough to self-regulate that. Because they'll follow your example, basically. And your example should look like full ownership of whatever the great thing is. And this isn't like a, and our team, this is a full on self-party. Hold on. Yeah. That's us. Okay. So my great thing is, listen, all levels were crossed yesterday. I went to help my sister-in-law move and we knew that we had to move this trailer very, very short distance. Um, 
but still, like, there are a lot of things that go into moving a trailer, the backing up, the backing up and then connecting the trailer, the, um, then moving the trailer and we didn't have to move very far, but I'm just saying like, I have watched a lot of trailer boat backing moving and I've seen it go all sorts of sideways. And so this was like a daunting task to me. I just decided I wouldn't think about it all that much. And we just roll with it. We just roll. And listen, I don't want to get too crazy with the fact that I figured this out relatively quickly, like two backups to the trailer hitch and a spot on and we put the trailer on the truck, which is not impressive in this day and age because you have backup cameras and it's all cool, except for I don't have a backup camera and I don't know how we did it that quickly and I don't know if this is really all that amazing of a feat or if my family just really struggled with this my whole life. And so I think that it's more amazing than it actually is, but I'm going to go ahead and just ground myself in all my greatness on this one that like I backed up some trailers y'all. I put a trailer on the hitch of a truck and I am next level officially in my life. And I had this conversation yesterday at a meeting before I went to go do this moving because someone was like, yeah, this person is just like our go-to tech person in the office, probably because they're young. And I'm like, I feel like probably because, and we got into it a little bit, they were the the person that they were talking about was right there in the conversation. And it was like, is it because they're young or is it because it's an entrepreneur skill set? Even if you're not all that, because then he, this person was trying to like trace back their history with tech and why they would or wouldn't be interested in it. And then it was just like, I don't think it's probably a tech thing or an age thing as much as it is just an entrepreneur thing. Like there's this all of a sudden skill set that just says, well, I'm going to figure this out. I know that I'm not going to stop until I figure it out. I know that it's going to bother me if I don't figure it out. And so I'm going to figure this out. And so you do become the go-to for things because they know that you just won't stop until you get it right. And that is a at times debilitating skill set but also in those same times the most amazing skill set that you can have because you're just not going to stop you're just not why would you you just keep going until you figure it out you just keep backing the trailer up until you get it right it would bother you until you got it right or you got it straight or you did whatever you were supposed to do like you 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 figure it out you just do it and yeah I don't know I don't know that I'm all that good at backing up a trailer uh we're definitely 
more missed than hit, but we got a couple things by luck, right? Uh, and we did it. And the cards were definitely stacked against us in this instance. And we did it. And upon further review, I can't be sure if this is an entrepreneur skill set or just like one of my BA tools in my tool belt. Like maybe I'm just very prone to backing things down in a trailer. Maybe I'm just, maybe I just have that skill set. Or maybe more importantly, have this other skill set that just says, we're going to go until there's a no. We're going to go until we figure this out and go. And then we just go. And that was yesterday. That was the trailer. That was the example of what it means to be a person like this. And it's not as if, I mean, here's the deal. When I left to go explore entrepreneurship, it's like such a big word. It's such a big world. It's such a big thing. I just knew that I wanted to be that. I didn't understand what that meant. I didn't understand how you become one. No idea. I just knew that I, I wanted that thing, that title. <laughs> and when I wasn't embracing that skill set that I had to its fullest extent, right? Really pushing myself in that creative space where I got to just come up with solutions, where I got to make and take this, whatever this was, whatever this would be, wherever I saw fit. Um, yeah, I guess I didn't know where I might get in all of that. And when I left to start exploring this, it was the first time that I felt that sort of fully expressed without any hesitancy, without anyone saying anything. Just like purely saying, go explore. And that felt really freeing and amazing, as you can imagine, and daunting, right? Because let's not get lost on how daunting all of this can be as well, because it definitely is in the beginning, um, especially if you haven't had any freedom to explore. But you'll find that you find more strength there than less, and it becomes this amazing wild ride. So that's my great thing. I backed up a trailer. I'm pretty sure that we're overthinking this, overcomplicating this, and certainly over-congratulating ourselves, and we'll continue with that track. Like, I couldn't be more excited about any accomplishment so far. Like, I wrote an entire book, and I still feel like, holy crap, I just backed a trailer into a driveway. Got it hitched up myself with my sister-in-law. But like, 
holy crap, this is next level. This is absolutely next level. And people certainly are not like that's next level stuff. But whatever your great thing is, is your great thing. And that is one of my top accomplishments. Probably just because how often I saw a struggle with this. And yeah. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. You're not going to regret it. You might, but then you'll get over it. And then you'll realize how all of a sudden you're doing these amazing things that you were never doing before that you completely doubted about yourself before. And you won't understand where it came from. But then you can also understand that it was probably from this, at least in some way, shape, or form. We're rebuilding your confidence, your personal culture of confidence by just forcing you to say amazing things about yourself. Seems too easy, doesn't it? It doesn't, though. It isn't. How do we keep cultures alive? Storytelling. So we're forcing your hand at storytelling, this culture of confidence, your own personal party every day, if you so choose. Okay, so today, today, I really wanted to dive into this understanding that like, your whole entire life is just going to change right before your very eyes. Should you choose dreams? Should you choose yourself? And should you start choosing things that you want? Because vibrationally, the world can't help but align with you standing up and making a choice. And if you haven't done that in your life, right? If that hasn't been something that you've been practicing, been something that you've been committed to, then you're going to create a disruption. We've already talked in length about how these disruptions sort of start and stop things that you didn't really expect and how the universe responds faster than you might even be ready for at times. But you're, you're asking for it right? And that's sort of the coolest thing ever. Hey, universe, this is what I want. Then it's like, hey, I, yeah, I got you. I'll go get you that. But understand that in the getting of those things also comes the ending of others, right? And so sometimes that looks like the ending of something that you really wanted as that past person. And I believe that these are not tests, but these are sort of things just placed there to mark a moment in time for yourself where you said, no, more. And I think that it's this just funny little thing. Where the universe just goes, will you hold out? Will you demand more in all things? Not just one. In all. You're willing to do it for some things, but not for others. And I want to see it everywhere. I want to give you the greatest life you could ever imagine because you're beyond deserving of it. And I want you to keep following 
what's flowing and going away from things that aren't, that are forced, that take time, effort, and bad emotion or bad vibes. I want us to go away from that because you can now feel this amazing place that you've created for yourself. And as a result of this new amazing place, you probably feel even more of what isn't fitting. And you know, you know what those things are, right? Because they're sort of the asterisk things in life. Like, yeah, and it's going really great, but blah, 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 blah. Like the great things don't come with asterisks. They sort of explain themselves. They don't need further explanation because they're so in line and tune with who you are. It goes without saying. And people know. And so you don't have to explain them. And I think, I think about that a lot, probably more than most people, definitely more than most people. I'm sorry, but like, this is my chosen field of work. I'm not really sure what field it is exactly. Um, but this is where I choose to exist. And so when I obsess about that, I think a lot about how people are still stuck in making these choices according to other people. And how do we break that down? Well, really, it just takes going back through, weaving through those things, weaving through decisions that you maybe made, weaving through beliefs that you brought on, put on yourself, and then figuring out which ones really still need to exist, which ones are still worth building your house with. I was like, just blow that foundation over and pick through the rubble. What's worth saving here? Who do I want to be? And you sort of start rebuilding this culture, these stories that you tell yourself based on sort of erasing the old ones. And so as we're rebuilding these new stories, I know that it's complicated and it's hard to sort of turn away from all of the things that were built into your existence. This is what is supposed to matter to you. This is what is supposed to be important to you. And for people who are real strict rule followers, this is really hard because you're brought up this certain way. And so you believe as a rule follower <laughs> that, um, that this is how life is supposed to be. It can't really be imagined any other way. You can't just make up your own. There are strict rules that require following. There is no skipping over this. There were already rules put in place. And so when we're breaking all of this down, it's extremely hard to get out of those rhythms, out of those things, out of this idea that you have to show up for someone else and for someone else's rules that were put into your life. You, you can create your own. You can. And when you do, it is important that you understand some of those old things just are not going to stick. And you're going to try. Like, no, 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 no. 
This is supposed to fit. I swear that this is supposed to fit. This needs to fit. I need to make this fit. Why isn't this fitting? It doesn't fit because the universe already aligned. It was like, no, 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 no. I hear what you're saying. I'm here for what you're saying. And I'm going to go ahead and make it happen for you, with you. And that's where we pick up our story. And so we don't have to fear that those things aren't sticking or fear that this isn't meant for us. We can just like, okay, let's see. Why is it so much of a struggle? Why won't it just fit? I'm telling you it's supposed to fit. I'm telling you that this shoots real Cinderella stepsister moment. No, this fits. Look. I mean, my toes all crunched up and my heels halfway out the back. But look, it fits. Don't you see? That's the asterisk. That's the asterisk. That, that goes with explanation. Things that fit don't require lengthy stories. They just fit and we start walking. And, you know, I think... Some of this goes without saying, but at the same time, it shows up everywhere. There are parts of our lives where we're discounting ourselves in order to fit a timeline or an expectation that everyone else has. And we're saying, well, I'll settle here. (laughs) I'll make this happen here because... I want to hurry this up and I want to go ahead and fit what people want from me. Fit their expectation of alignment for me. And you you don't have to. You get to make up the rules from here. So what do the rules look like for you? What are your rules now? What does excite you? What are you willing to get curious about and go explore? And when we remove those expectations and we say things like, I think I might like this. Hey, really want to get curious about this and explore it for maybe ever. I don't know. But I want to go try. I want to go see. I realized that I told myself that it was going to look like X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to come back and have a conversation with whether X, Y, and Z matters to me or matters to society or matters to my parents or matters to my friends. And we have to have those conversations with ourselves because we don't just come up with these things willy-nilly. There has to be some sort of direction. There has to be some sort of decision. And when there isn't, generally, they fall to how we were raised, to what the societal norm is. And most things just aren't all that aligned with the things that we want. Because we don't 
actually say what we want. Or we say what other people want for us. And then we go get that. And that's fine as long as that fits and it matches and it fuels you. But a lot of times I see people trying to fuel things. And that's the key. Trying to fuel. We want the things that require no fuel at all. We want these electric hybrid engines that just plug into a charging station once in a while. And that's just called sleep. We don't need all this fuel that costs all this time, money, and energy. We don't need fuel. We just need to recharge. And so the things that we want to pursue shouldn't require fuel. And if they do, we should ask ourselves, is this really what I want? Or is this a societal want? Is this something that I'm doing because it sort of aligns? But I know the truth inside me. I can feel the asterisk behind what I'm saying. Or is this me going after what I really want in an authentic way? And we, again, just get to decide whether or not we are and get to keep coming back to the question and reviewing it in all instances. It isn't a one and done. I'm only looking at my career in this lens. It's everything. It's dreams, it's hopes, it's hobbies, it's kids, it's schools, it's all the things. What are my expectations of myself? What are the things that I'm wanting out of this life? And where am I lowering my expectation because I don't believe I deserve all these magical things? And those are the conversations that we need to get comfortable with and just keep asking. This review isn't just for the beginning. This review is for a constant. This is a constant review. The things that we want, the things that we feel fueled towards change over time. That's called life, my good friends. We are humans. We evolve. We change. And that doesn't mean that we won't just stay somewhere forever. But we change and we grow. And I think that that's one of the most challenging things that could happen to a human is this fact that we do and that we meet new people and that we grow into new environments and that we are completely capable of that. And that as we grow, expectations, dreams, goals, hopes change with our growth. And that is a healthy, beautiful thing. The change, the growth, the alignment, the transitions. These are all amazing things. We are so innately capable. And yet we get real good at questioning that. We get real good at questioning it when it doesn't follow a strict timeline of what's expected or what we think it should be. 
based on what other people are doing. And so I think today it's just really about making sure that we're asking that question. Does this fit? Or does this fit an expectation of someone else? Do I even care to keep an expectation with this? Is a timeline important to me in this work? And if all those things are still true, then it's fine to hold on to that. But always worth pushing back on, always worth questioning where that motive comes from. Because sometimes we just blindly follow things that were done year over year over year. And then all of a sudden we figure out during some midlife crisis that we were following blindly, that we were never all that excited about that. But we were excited about what might follow as a result. And it just isn't worth following something you aren't naturally fueled to. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, But you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.